announcement before we start the show we've got a hotline that's right you can call in and tell us things that you want us to talk about or ask us questions and we will incorporate them into the show you can check our socials for what number to call yeah Uh, it's up there now and we will put prompts on social media and then you can you know tell us your l word story or you know i don't know something about fan fiction we'll get there it'll be fun okay now on to the show also, you can ask us if our refrigerator is running. It is. Mine honestly barely is. I think there's something wrong with it. No. Mm. should get that looked at. I should. Laughing, moving, fisting, fighting, fucking crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, writing, thinking, scheming. This is the way, it's the way that we live. It's the way that we live. Hi, I'm Reese. And I'm Carly. And this is To Ellen Back. Today, we also have a very special guest. Me, <laughs> Brittany Nichols. <laughs> Friend of the pod, Brittany Nichols, is here again to join us. Um, you might remember Brittany from season one episode. What episode was that? I don't know. The one about the Cylons. Yolanda was her name? Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. The one with the, the one with support group. Me and Brittany in it. And, <laughs> and Dana's parents. Yeah, the one that had Carly and Brittany in it, that's the one that Carly and Brittany were in. And now Carly and Brittany are here again. So it's like we're just getting the band back together. The band that only played one show before. So we're like, uh-huh, her, basically. Basically. <gasps> um, so we already talked to Brittany about her L Word origin story. So you can go back and listen to that episode to hear it there. But for people who are new to season two, perhaps, Brittany, will you tell us? Tell the people who you are, what you do, and how you identify. I am a writer and comedian and actor. Um, I identify as a wholesome boy. <laughs> Beautiful. Also, Brittany is a writer for Black Lady Sketch Show, which premiered on HBO this past week. And Brittany was in one of the sketches that was yes. really funny, and it was really gay, and it was amazing. Mm-hmm. And um, it's one of the funniest shows I've seen in a very long time, and you all should be watching it. Oh, thanks. I'm going to be in episode two also, and Whoa. then no more. <laughs> and Ooh. then that's it for me. Really front-loaded the season with Brittany <laughs> Nichols, Brittany Nichols yeah. yeah. I wasn't expecting you to be in it at all. And then I saw you, and I was like, it's Brittany! <laughs> <laughs> was that your own wardrobe? It sure was. <laughs> Thought that shirt looked familiar. Yep. <laughs> Always wearing my own clothes Always. on TV. Surely I just walk in, and wardrobe says, I think what you have on is, is- fine. <laughs> Did you write that sketch? The yes, the, the gay the gay club sketch. Uh-huh. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, this, this is great. Mm-hmm. I did the hotline bling reference. I mean, of it was course, just, I love hotline bling. I know. It was just, I was like, this is extremely Brittany Nichols, and mm-hmm. it was so good. Glad you all enjoyed. Love to see it. Loved it. Loved it. Carol um, loved it too. And then there's one new question we've been asking guests mm-hmm. on the pod which is if you could read fanfic between any characters on the show, who would you pick? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Marina and Bet. Whoa. Whoa. So a top off. I think a it would be off. insane. I think they would just argue the whole time. They would argue yeah. and possibly murder each other. <laughs> yeah. Like a murder might happen, mm-hmm. I think, which is yeah. great. There'd, There'd be a lot of, what are you doing? I don't like that. What yeah. are you doing? That's I not what I'm doing. they would insult each other's outfits. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Be like, yeah. what is that, Dolce? Pfft. Take your clothes off. Not Remember because they, we're having sex, but because I hate your shirt. They yeah. could role play as each other. That'd yeah, that would be like, I'm Marina. <laughs> <laughs> this that- is what I sound like. And then Marina would be like, that's not funny. <laughs> that sounds like a dog voice. <laughs> you mean like my dog? Like yeah. my dog, Johnny Waffles? That sounds like the voice hey, that you do for your... This is Johnny Waffles. Um, <laughs> I'm infiltrating this podcast to talk about dog stuff. <laughs> Johnny Waffles is a stand-up from New Jersey. <laughs> Obviously. Johnny Johnny Waffles' favorite things. He loves Bobcat Goldthwait. He loves Gallagher. That's the kind of comedy he likes. Um, he loves to watch uh, Big Bang Theory. Um, <laughs> he's a straight-up idiot, and I love him very much. 
All right. This is episode 203. It's called Loneliest Number. Why? Aw, sad. Why? Uh, I don't know. Probably something about Bet. And uh, <laughs> it was written by Lara Spots and directed by Rose Trochet, who we love. Because she's gay. What? Yeah. Shall we? Yeah. All right. Let's do this. So our our opening scene is looks like it's a Nirvana bean. <laughs> it looked like Nirvana bean <laughs> if it was overrun by like jungle plants. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird, but also like hilarious, but also really weird. Yeah. No, I'd agree with all of them. <laughs> <laughs> so Alice is like tight writing a story that goes, Dana is a friend of mine. She will do it anytime for a nickel or a dime, 50 cents for overtime, which everyone's favorite nursery. Wait, did she say that out loud? Or did she no, read it? That's what she read it. Okay. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I oh, yeah. I paused it. <laughs> I, I didn't do it because I assumed that you had. Done oh, it. yeah. I was like, what is she typing? So and then it I rhymes it. and is written by a child. Yeah. But it's just she's typing the same thing over and over again. And then Tanya shows up and like and they're surrounded by jungle plants. But also they're in a cafe. But also it's a cafe. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. there's someone in the background who's like just trying to write her story. I thought Dana was in the background. No, it honestly it looked like Cara Delevingne. Del 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 Wait, I thought Dana was in the background too. I also thought, yeah. Oh, really? They I never like feature her. Like they never like punch in to be like Dana is there, but it really looked like Aaron Daniels sitting behind them, like huh. trying to write a poem. Or yeah, as she does when she's not when she's not playing tennis, she's always <laughs> trying to write a poem. All of her poetries. Yeah. Do you think Eileen wrote this as well, or do you think she let the writer of the episode write the Alice poem? Ooh. Ooh. Mm. I think she let the writer of the episode write it because mm, it's so. too weird. It's so <laughs> you know what I mean? Weird. Is that like a real rhyme? I've never heard it. I don't. Yeah, I don't know what that could be referencing. Anyway, Tanya shows up in a hot pink mesh bodysuit <laughs> tied together with yarn <laughs> and says, Alice should not play without the Tauntaun. Oh, mm -mm. sounds then, like a Street Fighter character. <laughs> throwback <laughs> and then dana's between alice's legs and then and then alice wakes up and then alice wakes up <laughs> thank god yeah and rescues us all do you think the money is speaking to the financial anxieties that <laughs> tanya is causing yeah probably. Since she's a scoundrel i think so <laughs> yeah it's so probably like yeah it's probably like foreshadowing like is tanya in this for love or is she in this for like like money and career a nickel a dime and 50 cents for overtime mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. i say mm -hmm. all of the above i yeah. think so but luckily it was all a dream it was all a dream but what's not a dream is the next scene it's is the lawyers they're the lawyers at the table i wrote lawyer jamboree lawyer jamboree um nobody says anything about joyce's tie and shirt combo being <laughs> illegal <laughs> Yeah, they missed that. <laughs> As lawyers, that's shocking that yeah. they didn't cover that. Yeah, that no one brought that up the whole no, time. Instead, weird. they're talking about the support that Bet is going to offer to Tina. Mm -hmm. And then Bet keeps trying to like make eye contact with Tina, like with her like, I'm so sorry, eyes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Tina's just like not looking at her. She's looking at the 3D vagina on the wall. Like <laughs> yeah. Of course she is. She's like, what? She's like, is what is happening? And then Bet goes over to Tina and gets on the floor to beg her and is like, don't do this to us. This is not who we are. And it's like, bitch, you did this. It's mm -hmm. entirely your fault. Like, <laughs> can you, what? Like, take responsibility. Well, Lawyer Lynch's does a good job of interjecting. Yeah, <laughs> she makes, like, she kills it. She does, she like says a lot of really good points. I didn't remember this line, but I feel like it applies a lot, which is why don't we res reschedule this for a time when everyone is feeling a little less dramatic. <laughs> I wrote that down as well because this is how I will be ending all meetings. <laughs> <laughs> so they decide to end the meeting and then Laura Holloman tries to act really hard. Yeah, She like throws off her blazer. It's like, I'm just so mad. But I do feel in this scene, you can tell that Joyce, like Joyce is trying to make this worse than it is because she wants in. I yeah, think. and just like oh. clearly feeds off of drama. I think she just li what likes Tina. Mm. Yeah, she's mm -hmm. like, I see how this woman controlled Tina. So now I, I would like to be the woman, the woman controlling Tina. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because she then offers her a foot massage, which is a, she also asks creepy. her assistant for a protein <laughs> shake, which felt very correct. Like that is a character <laughs> that just is so busy they only want to drink protein shakes for every meal. And then um, she says she's been living with Alice for a month. The 
passage of time on the show is very confusing. <laughs> is this when Joy says that she could come live in, in her guest house, that Tina yes. could come live in her guest house? Because Tina's like, maybe I should just take this deal so that I can like get a place to live. Yeah. And she's like, why would you do that when I have this guest house that all my clients stay in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, it seemed like a pretty good deal from what I remember. Yeah, it was $10,000. fair. Yeah, because legally, Bet doesn't owe her anything. Yeah. So like $10,000 in a place to live, like that's not bad. Yeah, that's but also, wasn't she, was she basically being like, I'm going to set a precedent with this case of establishing that lesbians are married sometimes? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that, like lesbians are couples too. Yeah, just because like the law doesn't see this doesn't mean we can't litigate it as though the law does see this in a certain way, but you actually can't. Yeah. Because the law is the law. That's right. Seems like the other lawyer should have known that. Yeah. <laughs> you would, I, think, I think Beth's lawyer is a bad lawyer. Yeah. I'm going to throw that out there. Well, also, he was probably like, why is my client on her knees? He's like, Beth, please get back in your chair. You are embarrassing. Stand up. Beth, Beth, get in the chair. Get in the chair, Beth. And then we go to a scene that I just, it resonates with me so deeply. <laughs> I feel like there there is a video from this scene and a gift from this scene that I repeatedly employ in conversations. Yeah. <laughs> Bet gets in a car accident. Bet <laughs> Bet's like driving and just kind of like zoning out. Mm-hmm. Fully runs a light. Fully yeah. runs a red light, <laughs> smashes this terrible man's car, and he's like screaming at her. And then she gets out of the car, calls him a fucking idiot, and just like throttles him. Yeah. And it's very um very satisfying but also she's once again completely in the wrong <laughs> and, oh yeah and delivers an insane line <laughs> yeah do you think i'm sorry enough exactly like every time that something like that like my personal emotional life is going really poorly and then on top of that something like technical and logistical goes wrong mm-hmm. you know so like in this case like a divorce or a quote-unquote divorce and then a car accident i think about that being like what makes you think I'm not already? Yeah. You know, when he's like, you're going to be one sorry bitch. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> All right. Everything else has already gone to shit. Of course, I just ran my car into a pole. Yeah. Yeah. Like we've established that I'm fucked up. And I thought that was going to be like, oh, this is one of the best bet overreactions of all time. But then later in the episode, <laughs> uh-uh. there's another great there's one. There's like an even better one. <laughs> that is really like on one. This yeah. Episode. I know. Honestly, I didn't hate it. <laughs> there. Oh, this episode, I, for, I, I actually really kind of like enjoyed this it, episode it made a lot. me feel like maybe i'm not so bad <laughs> <laughs> and that's what i like to see in my television i'm like yeah. i'm okay yeah i'm okay yeah i react to stress a little bit better than that yeah a little bit a little bit yeah a little bit we're all doing our best you we're know all doing our best anyway then the cut between this scene and the next scene is so abrupt and jarring and crazy that it feels it felt like something went wrong i don't know edit. what you're talking about Something did go wrong. She was in a car accident. <laughs> oh my yeah. God, you're right. No, it, it cuts from like, immediately it just like goes from her like with this man in this like tight shot of the two of them. Yeah. It immediately cuts to Kit like already talking. Mm-hmm. Right. And her fashion scarf. And her yeah. fashion scarf and like talking to like the people in the plant and just like, and all the plants for the planet and it just was so <laughs> The plants for the planet. Planet, planet. She's like, I got it. I got a stage so that if Lenny Kravitz, Cheryl Crow, <laughs> Or Mary J roll through, they can have a place to jam. Delusional. I'm like, first of all, delusional. Delusional? Second delusional. Second of all, that was actually a 30 Rock episode. That's the cast of Kidney now. (laughs) Jack Donaghy was able to get them, but Kit Porter couldn't. I feel like Mary J Blige has her own place to jam. I think they all do. Yeah, they all do. They're like really, Uh, really rich. Also, I think they're past the point of jamming in their careers. They don't jam anymore. In a random West Hollywood gay nightclub slash cafe slash concert venue. Yeah, but, and, but she's going to have instruments there in case they don't... Just a stack of stuff yeah. waiting for people. And then she says she booked a jazz a jazz, jazz quartet. quartet and to which Alice and Shane are like, they're like yeah. this is not the Harlem Renaissance kit. I don't know <laughs> what she thinks is going on. They're like, can we keep it gay, girl? And, then, and she's like, what? She's like, I and can't. By the way, so I looked up. So she mentions, she says that she'd booked this musician, Mason Ray. That person doesn't exist. Okay. Although there is a white rapper named Mason Ray, but mm-hmm. I don't think that's who she was talking about. I doubt it. She does say Mason Ray was in the Velvets and the Sheffields. Those are real groups. Those are real. Yeah. Oh. The Velvets. No, the Sheffields is real. I don't know about the Velvets. The Velvets was a black doo-wop group um, from 1959 to 1962. And the Sheffields was a white group that did R&B. Oh. 
in the 60s. Hmm, doesn't seem like they'd have the same member. <laughs> Interesting. An overlapping member. Hmm. All right. Okay. So just so you know, that's factually that's, impossible. That's how much research they did <laughs> for this scene. And then Alice. I mean, this was before Google, right? Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Google no one didn't had the exist internet. in 2005. Yeah, there was no, no way to look internet. up anything. Yeah, they're just like the Velvets, the what Sheffields. They there weren't libraries. <laughs> Someone yeah, pulled you your Britannica. You got to watch TV, call the number, get all the Encyclopedia yeah. Britannicas mailed yeah. to your house. Yeah. Who here subscribes Build to Build a book. shelf to put them yeah. on. God, remember when World Book salesperson was like a, a solid side gig? I do. Yeah. My mom was like, we're not buying those. Did you want them? <laughs> yeah, I did. Because yeah. instead we had Britannicas, which were way fucking harder to we read. We didn't have any mm. of those. We had some, we had some zoo books, which were all like books about like different animals. And then um, when we bought our first gateway computer pc cd mm. cd rom we mm-hmm. got encarta mm-hmm. which was a real treat yeah very fun sometimes you could <laughs> click on the words and it would pronounce it out loud for you i thought that was incredible <laughs> i uh we had not owned a computer prior to that point we had a typewriter we were one of the last families i had a typewriter to a too computer. but that was just so that i could keep writing at night uh alice says let's get pink yeah She's like, come on, the, the, don't underestimate the power of the lesbian phone tree. And I'm like, girl, what? Tr- you're barking up the wrong phone tree. Well, yeah, I don't know. Like, also, Pink is in town, she says. Again, Pink lives here. <laughs> yeah. She's not like happens to be through on a tour. Right. Mm-hmm. And then Shane's like, oh, I know this like amazing DJ. She's amazing. Yeah. And I'm like, but have you actually heard her DJ? You're just saying that. <laughs> yeah. I felt comforted because I was like, good, this is over. Because the pink thing, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like when someone has the worst idea ever in like a group brainstorming conversation, you're and like, everyone, Let, like, let's move past it without like making that person like, feel they don't bad. Even, yeah. They don't even like really address it. Like they're just like, it's such a bad idea that like we have to assume that Kit's not going to take that seriously. But she does. She does. We'll and also I was like, good, they're just going to book Carmen. We don't have to like hear them talk. Because every time that they were like, are we going to get pink? Like I just died inside. because I was like, you're not going to get yeah, pink. This is so fucking weird. So cringy. Mm-hmm. Like just get like... Tegan and Sarah or someone that you might actually know. (laughs) There's so many gay bands they could actually know. We've seen the chart. Oh, they know a gay band. We'll get to that later. (laughs) (laughs) They know gay bands. Oh, God. Oh, God. (laughs) You just remembered how the episode ends. (laughs) Jenny goes to see Charlotte Birch. Everything's very, everything's very yellow. Yes. She goes to see Charlotte Birch. She's in a classroom. And I was like, shouldn't she have an office? Why is she just in a classroom? I feel like it's like nothing about. Well, first of all, Charlotte Birch is like kind of a misogynist. Like she's like, you thought I'd fall for your your schoolgirl outfit. Like what Mm -hmm. does that have to do with fucking anything? She sucks. (laughs) Yeah, she super sucks. She does say I'm not here to read the autobiography of Jenny Schechter, which like, yeah, I get that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But also this is that is also like what we are actually watching. Yeah. Yeah. But then she's like, uh, become a writer and then you can take a class. I'm like, no, aren't you supposed to take a class <laughs> to learn to be a writer? Class? Isn't yeah. that what your class is for? But Jenny's like, all right, I'll do it. And don't presume that you know me. Yeah. Which, okay. It also takes Jenny like 400 minutes to leave after she basically tells her to leave. Yeah. Like she sits there <laughs> and just like, it's so hilarious and awkward. <laughs> it's also, I thought Charlotte had one like really sick burn when she was like, Jenny's like, why didn't I get in the class? And she was like, you journal, you don't write. I was like, whoa, Jenny, oh man. Yeah. Shutting it down. Yeah. Then um, a little tiny interstitial of Alice and Tina. Alice is helping Tina move into the guest house. And it's Tina's wearing something definitely illegal also. Yeah. (laughs) In the back house, back house of a lawyer. Yeah. And the, the, the gist of the scene is, whoa, this house is nice. Yeah. That's the whole gist of the scene. Yep. Then we go back to the planet where Kit has noticed that there's a lot to be done between now and Friday. <laughs> She's like, wait a second. <laughs> but before she can finish stressing out, Bet interrupts her to be yeah. like, my day is worse. <laughs> I wrote, Bet, Jesus. <laughs> she said, Tina's taking legal action against her. And I smashed my car into another car. And this man is terrible. Yeah. And then Kit's like, can we go back to my thing? Yeah. Please. But she doesn't say that. Because no, she just says, you want to get Mexican food? Which is yeah. very nice of Kit. Yeah. It is really nice of Kit. Because Kit really deserves to take up a lot of space right now. She has a lot going on and Bet needs to shut up. Yeah. Actually, I did look as though Kit was going to have to call the Mexican restaurant also. You <laughs> yeah. Know she I mean? wasn't even going to be like the one to order food. Like, oh, yeah. I'll order. I'll go pick it up. Yeah. No, Kit was holding they that phone. They didn't have like Postmates. She was about to call. Someone was going to have to go pick that up. <laughs> I bet yeah. Kit had to go pick it up. Yeah. 
bet if anything would well, be you know, like they used James to deliver food up. they used to deliver food straight from the restaurants <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> and then we get our first instance of american apparel underwear on the show yeah the, the first my first note is uh american apparel boy boy shorts <laughs> and white tank top the outfit, i went out and bought these immediately yeah same <laughs> Uh-huh. These were also the boy shorts that they printed that the uh-huh her printed on printed yeah. their own yeah. boy shorts on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They discontinued these eventually. And yeah, well they discontinued these were the ones that were like they were like boy shorts they're like guy boy shorts but they were like mm-hmm. four women mm-hmm. and then they discontinued them and then they just had the guy ones which I didn't like as much but you know I got over it. Look, it was a rough time. We were all shopping at American Apparel. <laughs> it was we you know we didn't know what was going on. I worked at an Urban Outfitters, you know, I didn't know any better. Oh, yeah, that's right, you did. <laughs> I sure did. I worked at Gap Kids. Nice. Did you ever work retail? Mm-mm. Yeah. I never worked in the service industry, though. I just, uh, like, I didn't work at any restaurants or bars. Just I made $6 an hour at Gap Kids. What? Whoa. Were that you feels getting incorrect. tipped? <laughs> Thank you so much for hanging these <laughs> tiny pants up. Here's a dollar for your troubles. <laughs> tiny pants. <laughs> Those Gap Kids. They gotta be tiny. They're for kid legs. It was 1999. What so a year. minimum wage, I think, no was five seventy-five, maybe. Wow. wow, 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 wow. Carmen asks Jenny, "What shows you care more, soy milk or beer?" I mean, Who even wants with a glass context, of soy this still milk, makes sense. Why are those the only things in their fridge? <laughs> also, I don't think I knew what soy milk was when I saw this episode. <laughs> you were like, "What? <laughs> Is that like one percent?" <laughs> Like imagine Damn. having sex with someone and then they walk in with a piping glass of fucking <laughs> soy milk. Silk. <laughs> no one wants, no one drinks soy milk. To be fair, I know you just I said, what do. kind of fridge is this? Yeah. That's probably all that's in my fridge on like a very regular <laughs> basis. Except, except Drink like almond milk like almond a civilized milk. lesbian. Come on. <laughs> I don't know soy milk as almond milk because I have endometriosis and I shouldn't be having that much soy. Right. I know. She's gonna this give- has been a public service <laughs> brought to you by my terrible body. <laughs> She goes with beer, though. Yeah. I Carmen mean, goes with beer. Smart. Yeah. It's nighttime. Yeah. It's nighttime. It's sexy time for Carmen and Shane. Also, like, just water. Isn't that what everyone just drinks? I is know. water? Yeah. I would have been like, how about a water? A LaCroix. So Carmen goes back into the room and Shane is getting dressed to go out. Which insane. I- Cuckoo. <laughs> what a fucking idiot. <laughs> and wait, I feel like we should say this is this is the first time that Jenny meets Carmen, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And there's a and little there's chemistry there. Like there's a little there. spark. A little bit of a spark. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, back in the bedroom. I think it does seem like Jenny is sort of in that like, wow, you're really beautiful. I don't know how to talk to you mode, which is the mm-hmm. way I would feel in front of Sarah Shahi. Absolutely correct. Yes. Yeah. I'll be like, uh, what? Soy milk? Uh, <laughs> soy milk. Do you need a napkin? <laughs> and then I would just have to go leave the room mm-hmm. and not be allowed to talk to anybody anymore. Mm-hmm. Anyway, they play a game of sexy one-upsmanship. <laughs> yeah, it's called Too Hot. Um, it's a game that Carmen invents Invented. so that to get, to make Shane stay and to prove that Shane cannot resist touching her body. Mm-hmm. They sit on top of each other. Obviously, I definitely played this game at some point because you had to after you saw the episode. Who hasn't? It's infamous. <laughs> yeah. it, you, have to, you have to get the, you have to first buy the underwear. Yeah. And the tank top. Well, <laughs> we, already, the tank we already top. had the tank top. I already had the tank top, so yeah. I had to go out and buy the underwear. Yeah. Uh, Everyone then, already had Shane's outfit too. And I, I, yeah, I already had the, I had a white button up. We've already, every single episode of this season, I'm like, there's a scene where I'm like, yeah, I tried to replicate that album. Just kill me. Look, we've all played this game. Okay. Too hot. Too hot. Carmen does have a mullet. Yeah. Yeah. Can we talk about Carmen's hair real quick? It's not good. And it's not good. She's so hot. Why does she have such bad hair? It looks like, you know, when they do the America Sex Top Model makeovers and like halfway through the girl is like, I don't like this. I can't do this. And they start like scream crying and then they're like, all right, we'll stop. And then they end up with this like half haircut. That's what it looked like. It also looked like they're like, we want to make you look gay. Sort of. (laughs) You know? You know how it's like it's like chill in front and party in the back. This yeah. is like party on top, and then totally like kind of party all like over, a lazy but- river in the back. <laughs> it's so it's there's nothing about it's it that bad. made sense. It looks kind of also like someone like gave her a haircut and then like they styled it and it yeah. looked really good. And right. they're like, you can easily replicate <laughs> yeah. this at home. Yes. She gave up after one try because yes. it was too hard. It looks like when I got a Rachel in 1995 
And then I went home and the hairstylist did not make enough space for the fact that I am a Jew and we have very poofy hair. Mm-hmm. And so when I tried to replicate it at home, I could not Couldn't do it. <laughs> I had to get a lot of barrettes and it still looked bad. <laughs> there and then I the scene, was at the carnival. Then this beautiful, wonderful scene ends and smash cuts to fucking Jenny writing about the carnival. And a smock. <laughs> and a smock. And then Betty starts singing a song about Betty being at a carnival. At carnival. It was, this scene was a nightmare. Yeah. So Jenny has just been told, make something up, write something else. And so she goes home and keeps working on the same thing she was writing before, which is, again, about the fucking. I just don't really feel like she's showing any kind of growth. Carnival. Like write about something else. (laughs) Yeah. And then she like crawls through the mirror and it's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The the, the takeaway of the scene was uh, that sound. Yeah. It's kind of the vibe. But the song really bothered me. Yes. The song was upsetting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here we are at the carnival, right? Here we are. Those are the words. Carnival. <laughs> Lots to do at the carnival, I think. Oh, was God, rhyming carnival with carnival? Yeah. Back to Carmen and Shane. Yeah, and this is here. This is the first time we've seen Shane's bedroom also, because now Shane has a bedroom. Shane moved sure. in. She didn't have one before. Yeah, so Shane has a minimalist bedroom. and <laughs> You can't even commit to a decor. And Carmen's, <laughs> and Carmen's like, hey, tell me something about your life. Yeah, she's trying to connect and like have a real conversation with her and they're like cuddling and Car- fucking Shane is just like staring at her. Yeah, which I feel like at this point in a relationship, most lesbians just inappropriately dump all of their trauma on each other. Yeah, exactly. I feel like they're, she's way behind schedule here. She's yeah. doing the exact opposite. Yeah. She's not sharing at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like where's your mom and dad big opening the door right there for, for <laughs> oh, Shane yeah. to like will, really like get into it. I mean, I think that the most memorable line from this scene is obviously, did you ever have a hamster? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> Because <laughs> I, I don't think I ever forgot about that. And it comes back later. Mm-hmm. Um, the show loves a callback to something that doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so Carmen is trying to get Shane to say, and also this is not stuff that's hard. Like Carmen could get this information elsewhere. It's not like Shane is withholding something like super government deep. secrets. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what makes it weird yeah. is that they're like not super invasive questions no, no. and Shane refuses to answer at all. Like just say you didn't have a hamster at least. Or say that you did if you did. I mean, I'm pretty sure Shane I mean, didn't she have a hamster. Yeah. These are not invasive questions. I mean, they're loaded for Shane, obviously, which, you know, I think, but also as again, like as a lesbian, like, you know, asking like, do you talk to your mom and dad could potentially lead down like a, a trail a, of trauma. Yeah. yeah. Go to 50, I'd say 50% of the time it will. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Shane refuses to talk, which is, and you know, as you know, you guys don't like Shane. I do. But in this scene, she is an asshole. Mm-hmm. Like, this mm-hmm. is so stupid. Like, just fucking yeah. answer her goddamn questions. But also, um, then Shane says she doesn't like sleepovers and they kind of get in a fight a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And she's like, I'm going out. Well, yeah, because I would assume that before you invited someone to your home, if yeah. you had plans to go out later. Perhaps you canceled those plans. At you would have. No, you or just tell him be like, hey, oh, we can yeah. fuck, but like I we have, have to, I gotta go yeah. start around later on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was just still distracted by Carmen. I was like, I would have canceled my plans. I'm just coming over. Sorry, I would have been no, like, you, guys, I'm never leaving the house again. You don't invite someone <laughs> over after sunset if you have additional plans later that in the night, night that you don't rude. tell them about. Mm-hmm. It's rude. It is. It is. Then we go to lunch at. A rich white people club. Yes. Um, it's is, this la, the, a man, is this the same tennis la, club? La, a man deer is where they're having lunch. And oh, that so restaurant, restaurant. Yeah, that restaurant is actually in Morocco. <laughs> oh, my God. This is incredible. So Tanya flew Dana yeah. and their business manager, yeah. who I think Dana had fired. No, her agent. She fired her agent. Yeah. She flew everybody in Morocco. It's incredible. Yeah. So Tanya has decided to, she has invited people from Bride Magazine, from Wilson Tennis, from The Advocate, from Subaru, the same Subaru guy, to have the first ever corporate sponsored celebrity wedding. Yep. Absolute herstory. SponCon wedding. SponCon Spawn wedding, which I mean. Hashtag ad. I'd do it. <laughs> I still want to have a SponCon wedding between my dog, Carol, and Gabby's dog, Beans. You know? I think mm-hmm. that's something that could happen, though. Right? Like, that I mean, feels they're, they're not like into each other, but I don't think it really matters. <laughs> Dogs don't care. They don't care. They're no. not going to, they're not, it's not like they're going to live together. They're never no. going to see each other again. <laughs> we can at least get some like indie, like lesbian owned dog food brand to sponsor it easily mm-hmm. for like $50. Tully's yeah. training? Yeah. Oh, Tully's training. training. We'll be all over training. I know. If, if Mary can train Beans and Carol to walk next to each other down <laughs> Just the to aisle together for like 20 feet, that yeah, would be a miracle. That would be a miracle. Yeah. <laughs> 
and then stand together still while we do the vows. Oh my mm -hmm. god, the sit still and not bark and not get distracted. Yeah, That'd that would be, be incredible. big advertising for Tully's training. Like, yeah, these dogs could not do this yeah. ever. And Carol doesn't leave to go after anyone's shoes the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> then we go back to the CAC. Yes. Where uh, Bet has some new projects she wants to do, and Franklin's like, "How are you going to get those done? Is Peabody going to do it? Because Peggy's stepping down, but luckily she's being replaced." by one of your people mm. and she's she, like oh what like a harvard grad yale grad yale grad. yeah like can't, Brittany. I'm, I can't do anything <laughs> can't do anything right <laughs> yale grad Brittany and um jennifer beals went to college together mm -hmm. same time yeah incredible i mean sorry Brittany and bat porter went to college together at the same time and no she's a lesbian and then bet's like oh what you think me and all lesbians are on a first name basis and first of all yeah. Yeah, actually, that's correct. <laughs> that's true. So I don't know why she's pretending but like it's not true. But only we can say that. He can't say that. Right, that's true. Mm -hmm. She's wearing a corset vest yeah. and pterodactyl-like collar. <laughs> power. It's a power outfit. <laughs> then the... Someone had to put her in that outfit. Yeah. That's, oh, yeah. She, could, she couldn't tie that herself. That's power. That's power. But also, who put her in that outfit? Yeah, James. Beth's James. not there. Oh, yeah, James. James. Oh, Good old James. James. He's Speaking wearing a terrible which, outfit in this he's scene. Like, Tina needs to get her ass back. <laughs> I'm tired of lacing up these corset vests. She has so many of them. She found one. She thought it was cool. Bought them in every color. I hate them. Then James actually enters the room and he's like, uh, there's a guy on the phone. It's the guy that you hit with your car. Do you remember how you hit that man with your car? <laughs> yeah, Brad. One of many Brads. Just so many Brads. And then she takes the call in the conference room in front of everybody <laughs> and is so abusive to him and horrible. I loved that. And it was amazing. I loved it. Like all of those men sitting there listening to her yell at him. And then she's like, okay, where were we? Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Am I going to New York to meet Helena? Sure, I'll do it. Yeah. I don't know. I thought it was hot. Then we go back to, to the lunch where it's it's been wrapped up. Mm -hmm. And the uh, guy there from wherever says that Tanya is taking a manager's fee. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's like their business manager guy. He's like, the standard 15%. And I was like, actually, it's a standard 10%. Maybe it's different for sports. Oh, maybe. I did Google it to see if like there was some thing. And mm -hmm. they were like, standard is 10 to 15. But, uh, so okay. she's taking the high end. She is taking the high end. But I do think that they're not married yet. And so it's like, like t Tanya and Dana aren't married yet. And also, it doesn't seem like Tanya talked to yeah, Dana. Tanya about super gaslights Dana. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, being like, we talked about all this, and I'm like, they definitely didn't talk about any of this. But before before the emotional manipulation part happens, <laughs> which is like honestly it's frightening to witness. Yeah, <laughs> she mentions the the woman from Monastat was not able to make it to the meeting, but they'll be catching up with her later. Is it going to be like if you've got your tights on all day, then maybe afterwards Ew. you'll get a yeast infection? Get Monastat for your wedding. Like what? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe Monastat paid to be included in this episode. Oh, yeah. Mm. Well, perhaps don't use Monastat. <laughs> Go to the gynecologist. Um, yeah, this is a lot of emotional manipulation. And um, yeah, she just like fucks with Dana's head in like five different ways. And it's like, first, it's like, oh, you do not think I deserve it. Like, am I not working hard enough? Like, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, so God. Up. I was like shouting at my TV. I was like, <laughs> yeah. no, bad. And Dana's just like, shrivels up yeah you know what i mean she and you're like this she is cannot completely fucked to that so then we go to alice's where she's cleaning with throwback biore pore strips if by throwback you mean to last week because i used one last week <laughs> they still make them um yeah they do right. now they make charcoal ones they too. sure do i bought those and about the regular ones because i love a pore strip because it really shows that you've accomplished something mm -hmm. you can see the results huh if well, i just I wash my like face with a scrub i don't see the results I do feel like sheet masks are like the popularity of sheet masks now is equivalent to the popularity of Biore pore strips then. Mm. That's fair. So if they shot the scene now, it would be one of those ridiculous sheet, sheet masks. masks. Yeah. yeah. From, from CVS. Yeah. That looks like a tiger. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so Dana buzzes up and she is mad at Tanya. And yeah, Alice is like, you're not allowed up here. And she's like, you can't come up here because we have our rules. Mm -hmm. And then, so she comes up and they have a conversation in the doorway because of the rules. Right. But there's so much sexual tension between them that it's like overwhelming. And they keep like creeping closer together. Yeah. Which is great. Wait, like, is this the fill my thighs? Yes. yes. This, that yes. happens in this scene. Great. Fill my thighs. Line. They're getting stronger. <laughs> what a great. What's the only reason to work out is to tell someone to fill your thighs. I literally <laughs> did that a few months ago <laughs> to my wife. 
I had just done a leg day and I was like, feel my quads. Feel this. And I made her like, and I was like flexing my little tiny muscle. And she was like, that's great, babe. Alice is like, you're dating an endorsement slut. They both do take a minute to acknowledge. It's pretty incredible that she got all those deals, which no, is true. Um, Tanya is really good at her job is yeah. the thing. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. seeing her do her little presentation and stuff like <laughs> Dana watching her was like disgusted, but also like very impressed. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have definitely it's worked. Hard not I to have be. worked with people like this so many times. <laughs> and, you're just like, and then they so they keep getting closer together. And then Dana gives her these like ridiculous puppy dog eyes. And somehow Alice is able to withstand that. And I'm, I just want to say congratulations. <laughs> That's really tough to do. Yeah, I you're wouldn't. Like, oh, you're going to Shane's. Tonight? Well, you yeah, know, I'm she masturbated right afterwards. Well, yeah, of course. Like, are you going to Shane's? Yeah, I'm going to Shane's. Oh, is Tanya going? Yeah. Okay, bye. And that's how it's <laughs> Yeah. She does, she does also tell her that she thinks that Tanya has Dana brainwashed. Yes, she does tell her that. Which Dana's like, me, but what? Feel my thigh. Yeah. Yeah. At what point does Dana even like Tanya? Like, when? Know, it doesn't make sense. At what point does she actually We literally never her? see her ever seem to actually like Tanya. No. It I just seems like Tanya has happened to her. Yeah. And she is swept up. Yeah. And it's out of her control. Then Jenny's stalking Charlotte Birch at night. Sure is, yeah. <laughs> She's basically like, please run me over. Please step on my face. Like, she just <laughs> wants Charlotte to destroy her, I think. Yep. Very inappropriate. Yeah. But she demands that she reads her new story. And then she's like, I rewrote it. I made it fiction. And then she just leaves her with the essay and leaves. And I'm like, just stop. Please stop stalking your teacher. Yeah. Or it's e- not even your teacher. Email her. Do you not have an email? Email her and then sit there all day refreshing your inbox being like, do you think she read it? Do you think she read it? Then we go to, to the, the worst party. I loved every minute of it though. Me too. It was, it was all like, it was all painful or funny in the, in a way that was perfect. And it was authentic so to these good. Characters. <laughs> but this is a terrible party. Yeah. Uh, Everyone's sitting around looking super bored. First of all. Yeah. Then Kit calls Alice to follow up on pink. pink. <laughs> Really counting on the tree, is what she said. <laughs> yeah. yeah, really counting on the tree. <laughs> and then Shane is just like, good luck, Alice. You're stupid. Dana is reading Brazen Femme, which I guess is definitely, there's no way that's her book. Yeah. <laughs> is it Jenny's? It could book, be. But I don't, do you think Jenny's here. already in this in the stage of lesbianism? Where she has gay books all around the house? Yeah. Who it's, brought that book? It's a collection of fiction, prose, poetry, personal essay, photographs, and illustration the figures, the unhyphenated femme experience emerging in performance, betrayal, violence, humor, and survival. So basically, it's the L word. Do you think it was Tim's and he forgot to take it with him? It probably him when was Tim's. <laughs> Michelle T has a story in it. You know, I mean, it's a great, so it's a great Jenny, anthology. I'm my guess surprised. is that it's Jenny's. Yeah, but it still feels. I mean, look, maybe she was just like, let's dive in, let's start researching my life. It's Carmen's, and she left it. Oh my god, <laughs> it Carmen was- is like. It would they're be like, Carmen's. They're like, I think. she's just like this cool DJ. And like, actually, she's like really smart and is like so well read. And like, no <laughs> one ever answers any of the questions he asks them. And she, they can never have a real conversation with her. And so they yep. don't know. So then Alice starts flirting with Jenny to make Dana jealous and then has to it teach works. her what the U Haul joke is. Mm-hmm. And <gasps> then Bet <laughs> strolls into the party. Bet just opens the door and walks into this house. <laughs> I thought I'd invite myself since nobody does anymore. So passive aggressive. It is amazing. She is super drunk. She's uh-huh. holding a drink that she brought over from her own house. <laughs> she just strides it. She's got, she no, got she the corset with, off. She starts with, wow, everyone's having such a good time. Which is, I need a gif of that. Like, that is so good. And then gets super passive aggressive. And... I was re- watching this with Robin last night and we rewound this part and rewatched it so many times because Bet's the performance is so fucking funny. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, no one cares about me. And Alice is like, actually, I really do care about you. And Bet's like, <laughs> Shane's like, let me get you a chair. Cause you know, yeah. Shane is like, cares so much about Bet. Yeah. And then Tanya's like, I know how we could fix this awkward yeah. moment <laughs> by playing a really awkward game called if you saw yourself at a bar, would you ask yourself out? What a bad name for Oh, a also game. Aaron walked in while I was watching this episode and as soon as Bet walked in, Aaron was like, Benzo Porter. <laughs> <laughs> also, um, a song by the band The Organ is playing in the scene. We met them last episode. So then this game is super awkward for everybody. But everyone's answers are perfect. Yes. Like, who says I would fuck myself but I wouldn't date myself? Shane. Shane, Shane. obviously. And 
Bet says that she would see herself and turn and run in the other other direction. And then she starts cackling. And then she laughs, laughs alone. And then she gets twisted and starts crying. <laughs> but before that, also, Jenny says, if I were a guy, I would definitely ask myself out as a woman. And if I were a woman, there's no fucking way that I would ask myself out as a woman. And I remember when she said that, I was like, I can relate to this sentiment yeah. at that time in my life, mm-hmm. yeah. you know. And then all the, there's a lot of like angry, weird Alice and Dana tension that mm-hmm. Tanya starts to pick up on. Yeah. She's like, you guys, what's going on between you guys? It's like they want to fuck. That's what's going on. Tauntaun. The Tauntaun. Then they Don't have me. to walk. Shane and Alice have to help poor drunk Bet into her own house. Yes. Yeah, so and go to sleep in her clothes as. As one does, as on one the often show. does in the situation, she's crying and she Alice, somewhat apologizes. Yeah, yeah she she's does apologize. Kind, in I scene. think that considering where Bet is at in life, it, this is an authentic emotional mm-hmm. reaction. Even Who's I know that these us? things are her fault, but like even so, like she's obviously she's maybe, really hurting. Maybe mm-hmm. deal with the consequences. Yeah, yeah. I appreciate her apologizing. I think that's yeah. a yeah. good part of communal responsibility is to was, apologize to your friends. It was for really good being a piece of shit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Then we go to Charlotte's class. Charlotte storms into this room with <laughs> such crazy energy. <laughs> it's great. She's like, welcome to the defining moment of your life. This is actually how I'll be entering all rooms from now on. Versus yeah. the line from before, which is how we exit. Yeah, she walks rooms. into Hank 59 and is like, welcome to the most defining moment of your life. And they're like, ma'am, this is a restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> I'll have pancakes. Jenny's there. Was Jenny invited to be in the class? I guess so. Charlotte doesn't seem no. surprised to see her, though. I don't think she's invited, though. I think I she just either. came. No, weird. she just came just in case. Like, is she sitting behind? She was like, is everyone, <laughs> is everyone signed in? And Jenny's like, I haven't. I mean, because <laughs> you're not in the class. But then, but then Charlotte's like, okay. And so she hands her back her story. And she it, has written on it, indeed better. <laughs> but if, you, if one was to pause the screen. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. First of all, it reads like a treatment, not like a story. Like it's like a summary of actions. Oh, so, weird. Secondly, characters in this story include Tim. No. Jean. Robin. And Marina. So she <laughs> definitely did not make it fiction. It's still a journal. It is still. It's a treatment a of a journal. 100%. Of a journal entry. Oh, no. She did not even change the names. And the protagonist's name is still Jenny. No. Charlotte. Like, just what? gave up at that point. She's what? Like, I know she's just like, fine, come if to the fucking keep class. stalking me around my car at Indeed night, was just... her just being like, indeed. Indeed. <laughs> indeed, you are who you are. Indeed, you are Jenny Schechter. Stop. Then the next day, Bet has finally, for the first time on this program, found pajamas. <laughs> Bet's suddenly wearing pajamas. Bet's real hungover. Yeah, but she has Pepto-Bismol. She's Pepto, she has Advil. I don't know how to pronounce Pepto, it turns out. She got the runs from getting drunk. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a thing? She got really drunk and then ate the worst. <laughs> she needs to finish. Again, whomst among <laughs> She needs to finish her grant proposal so she's working from home and she touches Tina's pillow. Yeah, she like looks longingly at the pillow or whatever. Because they have sides of the bed like normal people. Like normal people. What was this shit I saw on Twitter recently about people that just switch, switch? it up? What? Crazy. Is that not deranged? People switch the side of the beds that they yes. sleep on? Switch the, just willy nilly. I but, have a table with my items. Yeah, what Seriously? about where, my phone charger? Yeah, my items are on my side. <laughs> and my pillow is on my side. What do you mean? And yeah, my, my pillow. pillow I'm not going to use their pillow. Mm-mm. How disoriented would I be if I woke up and I was on the other side of the bed? I wouldn't know what the fuck was going on. What, what, what would I reach for when I was reaching for my water bottle? What would be there? A Who lamp? Knows? Who the fuck knows? Don't do this. People, this this is the kind of chaos you do not need to be no. letting. The world is chaotic enough. It is. Have some sense of, of order. Yeah, have some sense of life. order. Pick a side, pick a side mm-hmm. of the bed. Of the bed. Jesus. I mean, if they both want the same side of the bed, you're not meant to be. Yeah, break up. Yep. Yeah, break you know. up. I mean, it's the first shot of the opening credits of the L word is Bet making space for the fact that Tina's not on her side of the bed. So it's like in lesbian Bible history, mm-hmm. basically. Yeah. Lesbian biblical history. <laughs> Speaking of lesbian biblical history, we then go to the planet. It's the grand opening of the, the grand new opening of the planet. new improved planet. And everyone's wearing a terrible outfit. All the Canadian extras are in line waiting to get in. Mm, and then sure this weird are. thing happens where like Kit 
tells them they can come in, even though there's like a guy at the door. Yeah. Whatever. That's the official it's, way you get in. Yeah. For a kid to open the door. It's like, come on in. Yeah. yeah. It's like, this is your house. Like you don't have to walk, like just let the doorman do his job. He has yeah. to read the IDs. You didn't even look at the IDs. Right. So, um, it, so then it starts cutting back and forth between Tina in the guest house and the planet because Alice goes to the guest house to be like, come on, Tina. Come on, bitch. We got to go to this and party. And Tina's like, I'm working on a grant re- proposal. And you're like, hmm, interesting. But we don't spend any time with that. <laughs> we don't. She's like, I'm not going. I'm going to do my homework and I'm going to go to the house and pick up my things while Bet is not home. And then Alice is like, Tina, <sighs> Bet is smoking and drinking herself to death and you're eating your feelings. This is... <laughs> so mean it's so it's, mean and, uh, and tina's like i'm not fat and alice is like tea she's like girl uh, uh, oh alice very bad <laughs> and she's then like t- you're an idiot i'm pregnant <laughs> and alice is like holy shit i think that again i think this is an authentic experience that when like a couple like if you and robin broke up i would feel uneasy about life you know what i mean like when like the yeah. mm-hmm. the main couple of your friend group breaks up, you're like, First what? of all, thank you for saying that we are the main couple of the friend group. That is, honestly, I've been waiting years for someone to say that. I would actually love to get that in writing and have that notarized. Anyway, yeah, Alice is like, this is so fucked. Yeah. But and then also now Tina's pregnant and Tina's like, I'm like super stoked about this baby. Yeah. I don't really need better around at all. Yeah, immediately How? says no to co-parenting. Like immediately is like, I'm doing it by myself. No yeah. bet. Get out of here, bet. Don't yeah. tell bet. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't tell her, even yeah. though everyone should know that she is pregnant by now. Yeah, she is so obvious. Pretty pregnant. obvious. Also, yeah, it's pretty obvious. But I think that this scene mostly exists so that to explain to the viewer why it is that no one has commented on Tina being pregnant that they mm-hmm. all just think she's overeating. Carmen's the wearing planet. a fedora. Carmen's DJing in a oh, fedora because goodness. this is West Hollywood in 2005 yeah. or 2019. Jenny tells Shane <laughs> that <laughs> you sometimes remind me of guys I used to date in high school. And then laughs Fair. and walks away. Which is <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. A teenage boy, which yeah. she's worse. <laughs> yeah. uh, Jenny also goes, is that Carmen spinning? Which is the funniest <laughs> line of dialogue. <laughs> I, I had to, I transcribed that line. I died. Is that Carmen spinning? <laughs> no, it's another hot girl in a fedora spinning. Actually, it could have been any hot girl in a fedora spinning. This is yeah, West Hollywood also, in 2005. Junie's saying spinning. Spinning. The spinning. Oh, my God. Spinning. Um, then, also, Jenny is wearing some sort of fancy I liked it as a shirt. I liked it. I thought she looked cute in that. Okay. <laughs> it's a very Jenny thing to wear. It is also. a very Jenny. I know Jenny loves to wear things that could also be napkins. <laughs> um, or like be like things that would be draped over your grandma's couch. Yeah, or like a table skirt or yeah. a table runner, but it's a but it make it fashion. Yeah. Then Alice shook the lesbian phone tree and look who fell out. Oh, Betty. Betty fell out of the phone this, tree. Was, when you were watching this episode, was this the first time you'd ever seen Betty? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who? Yeah. I was like a bunch of people with weird hair. Like, I mean, I don't even want to talk about the white girl dreads that are happening in this band. I mean, it goes on it and on. They, this, not the fir- this is not the last time. They like open the door and like 100 hippies come in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like a clown car of hippies <laughs> just pulled up outside. But who would have the audacity <laughs> to respond to a request for pink by saying, but you know who I do know? <laughs> Betty. <laughs> like just let Carmen spin, you know? Oh my God. And then someone was like, Betty who? And then <gasps> that's an artist. Yeah, yeah. In 2019. That's, that's where she got her name. That's how. That's somebody. Yeah, that's totally how. That's her origin oh. story. We should have her on the podcast. On yeah, we up. should have her on the podcast. She was on uh, the Bold Type. I Alice, love Betty Who. What I said, I love Betty Who. Me too. Um, Alice literally says, "Oh my God, it's Betty." Right. Which is also what I said, <laughs> but I think I had a different tone. Jenny finds Bat outside. Speaking of the Bat, E Jenny finds Bat outside smoking in a really bad shirt. And Jenny bums a cigarette and actually they have like yeah. a really nice conversation. And Bet is showing some real growth and yeah. some actual human characteristics. Yeah. She's like, how are you? How are you when your life fell apart? And Bet's like, you don't have to be nice to me. I was an asshole to you. Mm-hmm. And Jenny's like, well, I know how it feels. So. Mm-hmm. And then they exchange Gross. some eye contact. They do. And then we go to Tina. So Tina is getting all her shit. While Bet's not home. 
and she starts to like make the bed in this very like I used to live here and this is uh-huh. what I did. And this was way. my sign. And then she hugs Bet's pillow and she smells Bet's pillow and it's like, oh, Tina, what are you gonna do? Are you gonna and then settle she, this lawsuit? No, she's gonna read Bet's emails. Then she opens Bet's email and first of all, there is an email from. Oh yeah, I didn't get a chance. Oh to my god, you guys, there are two emails from Marina. The first yeah. one, I saw that really quickly and I was like, oh, wait, what? The first one is, did you get my message? The second it was, one it's is, is, how's it going? Unopened. Um, oh my Prime service says you, your account needs updating. And then Dana Fairbanks, subject line, try this out. Aaron was, Aaron was like, Dana is totally the kind of person out. who would like forward spam. Thinking no, it was real. Totally she do those emails that are like, if you don't send this in 20 days, yeah. she sends it with like, guys, hurry. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then like, you know, some other like random spammy type stuff. And then Candace, no, no subject line from canvas, from canvas. From canvas. <laughs> and then we get back. She hasn't opened that one she, yet. Right. She hasn't. Yeah. The scene briefly pauses to go back to the planet where, Dana and Alice are like sandwiching. Dana and Tanya are sandwiching Alice inside like a bad dancing sandwich. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Tanya's like, I figured out why you guys are so awkward. And it's because I swooped in and stole your BFF. And I'm like, so sorry. And Alice is like, sure, that's what happened. And then also like Erin Daniels is sort of like off in her own little world off to one side of the screen. And it's actually very funny. She's yeah. like doing these like silly little dances. And then, <laughs> then, yeah, then the sandwich becomes like a very real thing. And Alice freaks out and runs to the bathroom. Alice loves going to the bathroom at the planet. What can I say? Just loves hiding in there. So then Tina opens the email, you guys. And it's a picture of Candace just after killing Bet. <laughs> Lying there, taking a picture of herself next to the That's, bu- person gonna, she just murdered. You're going to get arrested so much more quickly than if you didn't take that photo. Like, wasn't that... No, Bet was absolutely murdered in that photograph. Wasn't it was that, very creepy. It was right. super creepy. She was... And the, the email's like, I miss you. Because it wasn't even like a smirk, like, ah, this is so funny, you're asleep, and I'm taking a picture of us. Yeah. It was like, I'm deeply obsessed with you, uh-huh. and you have no idea I'm taking yeah. this picture. I have a whole album of photos like this that I haven't sent you yet, Ben. Yeah. Just wait. <laughs> yeah. Just, just wait. Every yeah. time you slept, I did some weird shit, and I'm yeah. going to send it to you. This is just the beginning. Yeah, it's like, this is the picture that she took, but that's like for her own personal usage yeah. because mm-hmm. like probably bet was like don't take pictures of us together right and candace was like okay it takes but so also, long to load <laughs> i know it does it's yes. like 35 percent, 56 percent. yeah honestly like if i had been tina and i picked up the, i opened that email that said like i miss you with a picture of candace next to bet's dead body i would not think that bet had done anything no like, i mean, like this yeah. person's a creep yeah, yeah i'd be like wow candace is obsessed with my ex yeah because that's weird. Mm-hmm. Then we go to the planet where it's time to give it up for Betty. And their and, hit song. And <laughs> all the Canadian extras pretend yeah, to know what a Betty is. It's not good. This is not music you want to dance to when you go out. If you're like, I'm going to go out dancing with my friends. This is not good. Elizabeth Ziff and Shane. <laughs> I want another. <laughs> Elizabeth Ziff. AKA Easy Girl. Um, is wearing a gigantic Star of David attached to a choker. Yeah, she is. <laughs> Unbelievable. She walks over to Shane with the microphone and then starts to touch her, brings her on stage. Like, no boundaries, no consent. Like slides so down to her belt buckle. Mm-hmm. Like she's going to like go down on her over her clothes. Like microphone. On stage. Mm-mm. And then... Shane seems to be like, okay, fine, I'll kiss you. No, I, that's not how I took it. Oh, really? It. No. Well, how'd you take Here's it? Here's the thing. I think <laughs> we've all dated someone that gets pulled on stage. Like, uh-huh. you can't help it if you're the person that gets pulled on stage. That's yeah, just it's like not your, fault. your deal. It's not your fault. It's your natural charm and charisma that led you to get pulled up on stage in the yes. first place. You can't control that. Can't control that. But then the kiss, Shane, I feel like, fully initiates. Yeah, she does fully initiate it. Betty number two. Yeah. She's Betty number two. Dreads is Betty number one. The black one is Betty number three. (laughs) Are there more than three Bettys? No. Okay. Because then it's dudes in the band. Yeah, right? Yeah, but men don't. We don't see them. Yeah. Literally, it was like Westworld. I like didn't. This looked like nothing to me. Carmen doesn't care for that. Mm -mm. No. Oh, Carmen is like carrying beers, 
She's like, oh, I'm going to go give Shayna a beer. I'm going to hang out I'm with gonna Shayna. I'm going to give Shayna a beer. Give me Shayna a beer. Give Shayna a beer. This is the name of the song in the soundtrack. Yeah. Uh, give Shayna a beer. Give Shayna a beer. Give Shayna a beer. Carmen is hurt and then just walks outside with an open container. And then I have written down that Bet says something nice to Kit. Yes, I wrote. Bet is proud of Kit. They have a lovely little moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look at that. Look at Bet being nice to three separate people. Wow. She just had and, to ruin her own uh, life before yeah. she could figure out how to be a decent person. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. You know, some people never get there. No, I mean, it's like, good for you. You did yeah. it. Yeah. Well, I think she's less like, time than when she realizes she has better. like no allies, she's like, there must be a way that I have like actually alienated everyone. <laughs> like, not just Tina. What a wild scenario where your partner is Tina and <laughs> Tina is who makes you likable. <laughs> Honestly. Never Tina. saw that. Coming. No. Tina. No. Okay. So then they start singing some kind of wonderful with Kit Porter, which by the way, I downloaded this immediately and I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I listened to this. I put it on mixed CDs that no one wanted it to be on, you know, loved it. I fucking loved it. Like I can, I, yeah, I, I know there's a different version of the song, but in my head, it's, it's, it's <laughs> always, it. it's always Kit Porter and Betty number one, Betty number two and Betty number three. And Chad. Betty's one through three. Betty's one through three. And Kit Porter. And then Jenny and Carmen are sitting together and Shane is going over. Shane now has three beers. Now Shane's <laughs> holding all the beers. Shane's like <laughs> bringing beers to Carmen, bringing beers to Carmen. Where's Carmen? Where's Carmen? Brought her some beers. Yeah. Everyone's just moving beers around, you know. Um, yeah, it's like, it's just and, moving and beers. they're all Tasekis because that's the mm-hmm. way to do it. And like. they say lesbians don't buy alcohol. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. Well, do, did any of them tip? <laughs> yeah, I bet they did. I'm sure Shane tipped. Well, Carmen probably got hers for free because she's the DJ. Yeah, she's that's her true. tickets. Probably got drink tickets. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> drink tickets. Right. But uh, yeah, we can certainly support our own venues. Look at look at how many beers had to be bought because of people who like <laughs> were now no longer delivering them. Then she, Shane had to drink all three of those beers herself. Yeah. And she, she did. did. Or she probably gave one to her new girlfriend. Betty <laughs> and so then Carmen kisses Jenny, yep. which is like, you know, that I think Jenny knows that she's not Carmen's first choice, but is also like, I mean, well, if Sarah Shahi tries to kiss you, you, what do you do? But Jenny asked her out first. Which is, she's like, do you want to get out of here? And Carmen's like, I'm not done working. Oh, right. That's, but like rain uh, check. How? What? You can't ask the person to go home. You just saw her in your home. Yeah. Having sex with someone else. Yeah. Jenny's really new to this. <laughs> she doesn't know how to do any of this. <laughs> and I think she's so shocked by how pretty Carmen is that she has is unable to think clearly. Yeah. Well. Or she just thinks it doesn't matter because like Shane doesn't want a relationship yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. But also like rules. Savage. There's no way yeah. it's not gonna be brutal. I mean, and obviously so then, yeah. So then, like, she's like, I can't leave because I'm working, obviously. Remember, I have a fedora. I'm the DJ. And uh, <laughs> I was spinning you know. earlier. Remember, Do you remember earlier remember when I was spinning in the fedora? <laughs> I'm Carmen. I was wearing a fedora and I was yeah, spinning. Yeah, spin, spin, spin. Spin, spin sugar, which is a really good song. Spin Doctors. Spin Doctors, great band. Spinderella. Spinderella. <laughs> Maybe the greatest of all time. Yeah. Um, and then Shane's all like, gotta bring these beers, gotta bring these beers, bring in these beers, bring in these beers. Oh, fuck, they're kissing. Because, uh, Carmen kisses Jenny. Yep. Then Beck goes home and sees that her computer has been left open on the picture of Candace lying next to her dead body. Yep. And is like, wow, this explains how, why I felt so weird the next day after that. I cannot believe I was legally dead for 20 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) And Candace didn't tell me. And then opens the closet and sees that. Just some hangers. Yeah, also, did Cena not need hangers anymore? I know. I, like, I, I, I was like, it. people visual, always they but don't need hangers <laughs> where we're going. We only have 400 dressers here. No hanging space. I feel like people always underestimate the need for hangers. Always. I never mm-hmm. have enough hangers. And then that goes outside, <laughs> walks over to her pool. Just keeps walking. In all of her clothes. And much like Ophelia... And many other tragic heroines throughout history. <laughs> just face plants. Right in the water. Just goes right in the pool. I thought it was um, very poignant. Very. 
dramatic. Yes. Very dramatic. I know they're still not ready for the lawyer meeting. Everyone's still being dramatic. Yeah. But also it really showed, I felt like this episode did show like a lot of authentic bet is losing her shit. Yes. Things. Mm -hmm. Obviously I related to this cause I'm relate to being a person who is in charge of a lot of things who then sometimes completely loses their mind. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. She's just like starting to like face it. Yeah. I mean, it's very, it's just, there's a lot of despair, you know, because yeah. she's like mm -hmm. lost everything. And even the things that she knows she did wrong, it's like, fuck. She's never, it, it feels like she's never really had to deal with repercussions to her actions before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And justifying the use of that pool. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. one's ever in the pool. Yeah. If I, I had a pool, I'd be in it all the time. I know. The whole show would just be in the pool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I would have everyone over all the time, open invitation for all yeah. my friends. I will always be in this pool. <laughs> you can always be in this pool. Here, everyone, everyone gets a key. Mm -hmm. And that would be the pool. And then the in two weeks, Carly would be sending out a group text. Hey, guys, I know I said everyone could come over to the pool whenever they wanted, but um, I have officially changed the lock. <laughs> this is way too much. It's just a little I have other things to do. And um, <laughs> the dogs are barking all the time. So if you, you just let me know and I'll let you know. <laughs> and that's the app. Yeah, it ends with Bet submerged. Crushed by the weight of her own infidelity. <laughs> and pool water. Yeah, they really put a lot of expensive clothes in. <laughs> like, I went her outfit cost like a thousand dollars because that shirt was really ugly. Which <laughs> means it was very expensive. Yeah, it was definitely designer. So, did you guys like this episode? I actually did like this episode. It was fine. Yeah, there's <laughs> some like moments that are very ridiculous and, yeah. and funny, and even though. Yeah, I don't know. I, I enjoyed it. It was inoffensive to me. <laughs> yes, that's true. It, it was, yeah. So we didn't really have any hot goss um, besides that. Uh, that's it. We don't have any. We don't have any hot goss this week. We don't have We're any really hot sorry. goss this week. Uh, but now that we have a hotline, if you have any hot goss, you could send it to us. Yeah. Um, all of everyone who was ever on the L Word went to a soccer game last weekend. Mm -hmm. um, yes. We because every lesbian went. So all the lesbians who were on the L Word also had to go. Mm -hmm. It was very, it was gay pride. Dyke day two. Dyke day yep. two, yeah. Absolutely. The revenge. Yeah. The revenge of the dyke. Dyke days. <laughs> dyke days revenge. Yeah, but with like beer. I didn't have any beer, but other people did. I had a, a Diet Coke that was smaller than I had hoped it would be, and I had to get a refill. Hi, Carol. <laughs> Carol just woke up. Carol. She's just like, uh, hello, do you remember me? I'm a dog. I'm very cute. And my name is Carol, and I would like some attention now. Hey. Brittany Nichols, friend of the pod. Thank you for being here. Wow, honored to be a friend of the pod. You're the first friend of the pod. <gasps> wow. Yeah, you're Congratulations. The first friend of the pod. Great. Number one friend of the pod. Hell yeah. Yeah. Um, where can people find you on the internet and um, on what, the TV. what are you working on? What do you want to tell the people? Uh, you can find me at Be Is Hilarious on Twitter and Instagram. And you can watch a Black Lady Sketch Show on Fridays at 11 p.m. on HBO. Awesome. Seriously, watch it. It's so, so, so good. All right. Does everyone have an L word picked? I actually don't. Someone give me a second. All right. I got it. Okay. One, two, three. Lethargic. What? I said L word. <laughs> I couldn't think of anything. <laughs> Brittany, what did you say? Lethargic. That's good. I said lit. Like, I the, like, that. like the late 90s band lit. That is actually, honestly, what I was thinking about. I knew it. They that sang is. my own worst enemy. Because I was thinking about great Coldplay. Song. It is a great you song. Know? Mm -hmm. Just so we're all clear, Pink never shows up. <laughs> oh, yeah. If, if this is your first time watching The L Word, we want to like Never just help in any you episode? No. no. Wow. Just like don't, don't, don't like get your hopes up that Pink's going to show up. She's not. She's not. Maybe this time around. Maybe. Oh, yeah. Maybe on Gen Q, which Gen premieres Q. December 8th on Showtime. Can't wait. Yeah. It's getting right. December 8th. December 8th. Weird yeah. time. Weird yeah. Time. It's really weird time to premiere. Yeah. yeah. What if they made a special Christmas episode? I, I That's all so. I have ever wanted. I wrote I a, so. a Christmas episode for the L Word because that's all I ever wanted. Oh it's a Christmas, Christmas episode. in LA. Very yes. Funny. They all go to House and Palm Springs. They don't have to do anything because yeah. it's not like it snows nothing. here. No. They, just, they should, they should they all to get a house in Palm Springs. Yeah. Get Airbnb. <laughs> and Alice would wear a hat, like a cute hat. Like a cute Santa hat. Yeah. They would, someone would finally get a goddamn dog on the show. They would bring the dog. Very yeah. unrealistic. Yeah. How, seriously. It is. There better be a lot of dogs in Generation Q. <laughs> yeah. I mean, real Albert was, was like littered with dogs. Littered. <laughs> 
Overly precious bad puns for you, Charlotte Birch. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Thanks for donating to our um, fundraising campaign because now we're funded. And we appreciate you and your listenership and your kindness and your heart and your money. And and your ears. Your ears. Because that's how you listen to us. Yeah. Thank you, Brittany. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod. Number one. Best friend of the pod. (laughs) Best friend of the pod. Best friend of the pod. Best friends forever of the pod. Brittany Nichols. We can get those necklaces. Future future host of the Gen Q podcast, Brittany Nichols. (laughs) (laughs) Just to look out for that. that. December in December. (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. Fighting, fucking crying, drinking, squirting, judging, ranting, camping, writing, thinking, scheming. This is the way. It's the way.